live from the res here with special guest mr shane norte in the house how you doing today sir yeah i'm doing good brother glad to come up in here again and uh it's just good to be back in the the live from the res joint hey yeah the studio's <laughs> coming up too, yep. man it's good to have you back and uh we'll talk about all the things that been since you know last time i seen you to now a lot of stuff's gone down and good, exciting stuff. And you brought a guest, a friend, Mr. Mark Matz himself in the house. Yes, sir. Good to see you. How are you doing today? Great, doing well, good. man. We're, yeah. we're matching here, man, with the yeah. beards a little bit. <laughs> Although mine, this is the this is the most beard I've ever had in my life. This is my COVID beard, and uh, I've never been able to grow facial hair until like a couple years ago, and yeah. then I start to like having to actually really shave and do it. And then when uh, everything got locked down last year, it was kind of like, well, I'm gonna let it grow out. And then, so it took me like two months. Looked all like just it don't even look good now, but it really looked bad. And then uh, it was weird because as a couple months went in, it started to grow out, and then it started to lighten. And next thing you know, it's like all the gray hairs turning to white yeah. hairs. And now I've got like I don't know, man. <laughs> People were like, "Oh my god, you don't even look like yourself." <laughs> and then when I put a beanie on, and and depending on how I dress. People start giving me money and free food, and when I sit on the ground, they think I'm homeless or something. Yeah, That's cool. Damn COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? And I always joke around that I came back down the mountain from Mount Sinai, you know, with my Moses yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. All you people are sinners. Yeah. <laughs> Going back. Yeah. But your beard's a lot better than mine, sir, so I salute you for that. You got a nice little Thank chin you. hair, too. Not too bad. Yeah, somewhat. A little, little patch, eh? It is winter. Got to stay warm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, speaking of the, the changing seasons, the changing times, um, you know, I know you have your your ceremony and all the things that you do, your church that you got going on over there in La Jolla Res and, and really beyond. I see that. Um, congratulations. You're a board member now up there in uh, Oakland. All the things going on with all that. And uh, before you talk about all that, I got to ask, does the weather mess you guys up? It's cold out there. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty chilly out there. Toes be getting cold. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they be getting cold and Got to wrap up in the Pendletons, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, San Diego. It's like we get like, what, a, a month maybe or something where we have to like, it's real cold, you yeah. know? And then maybe like a, like a couple weeks where it's like too hot. Yeah. It's a good place to do ceremony for sure, man. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? What's going on up in uh, with Oakland and, and uh, your your board position and all of that? Yeah, no. So, um, you know, recently last year got boarded in on uh, the board of Decriminalized Nature Oakland who uh, – Unanimously uh, decriminalized mushrooms and other ethnogenic plants back in uh, June of 2019, and uh, no man, it's just been rocking. Uh, just being part of the communities, getting more in base with a, uh, you know, medicine type people, people who are wanting to engage in uh, medicine healing and plant based work, and uh, it's been a hell of a journey, man. Like I said, um, just this past year alone, you know, a lot of movement, a lot of momentum, a lot of uh, different people, a lot of setups, you know avenues adventures you know good people got a good brother over here mark you know met him along the journey and now uh you know we've just been killing it basically shoot you know in a a real way you know just getting people to come down and express healing and then honestly kind of get this movement moving because you know a lot of it is 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 working good like more cities are decriminalizing more cities are creating you know um, platforms so where they can create healing spaces like oakland they uh they just recently passed um the ochi initiative which is basically um to have uh, ceremonies within the city limits and they just unanimously passed that to have that done so uh, definitely people are making moves out there and uh, it's good to be a part of that and to actually be like one of the key um, aspects of it as a native person because like I said in the movement uh, there's no natives I mean there's natives in the in the works of like 
understanding people and working with certain groups and organizations, but to be an actual native at the forefront and knowing the people who are like, I would say the big dogs, which, uh, you know, whatever, but, uh, I just like to make fun of it, you know, and, uh, just have fun. But at the end of the day, like some serious work, you know, good work. And, and now, uh, I'm looking to, you know, break avenues for like not only our people, the veteran community and just people in general, you know, like I said, the church of the people, poor creator, mother earth, it's not to any one person, but the people and, yeah, we're all the people so it's been working good man and i love it man i want to say last time you came in here it was it was still uh there's been a lot of change in it being taboo to talk about alternative medicines or you know like in uh throughout the nation we're seeing decriminalization and legalization of um of marijuana of you know all, a lot of different things right um and so people are having that discussion they're having that conversation you know, is this something that's recreational or is a medicine, you know, like that? Um, and then in, in particular, the the, um, the mushrooms and, and the other things that are out there, uh, hallucinogens, people are actually having those conversations. And it's kind of interesting to see that since the last time you've been here, I know it was like almost taboo to even talk about those things because there is a legal ramification at that, at that time, you know? It's like you start talking about it. You don't know if someone's going to hear that and come, you know, try to search you out and, I don't know, try to criminalize you for um, going in that direction. But now things have been that 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 taboo is kind of going away because now it's not criminalized as much or at all, right? Those things yeah. are going away. People can have those real conversations. I have seen your circle grow on on Instagram and on the different things. I know a lot of the stuff you don't film. I know a lot of the stuff you don't record. But just you know, just seeing your your circle, you know, as you guys prep, do all the things that go into a ceremony prior to the actual ceremony, right? I've seen that grow, and that's been pretty cool to see. Um, do you feel like when you have conversations with people, like they're more open to listening to it now? Um, you know, I think they've always been open just because it's a it's a cool avenue to like hear. I think a native actually express like culture, ceremony. But uh, as for me, <laughs> I kind of had to go through like this phase of like, I guess you could say gathering the right people. Cause, I mean, myself, I already knew, but, you know, I got a testing. So like I started gathering different people, different people to come, you know, and then now like. It's kind of like no questioning it, you know what I mean? I work with my brother Mark over here, and then, like, him being a part of the certain ceremonies and the amount of ceremonies we've been, the people we brought in, like, man, it's just, it's so beautiful. And to now, like, kind of be like we're here, you know what I mean? Like, you got all these other, like I said, big dogs out there, you know, doing their thing. But it's like, we're, we're some big dogs, too. And I'm not saying that in, like, a, am trying to say that in a, in a funny, humbly way just to say, like, we're working, too, you know what I mean? We're working with people that are going through things that need healing that have been through some of the things, you know, like my brother here, you know, being in the military, like I always tell people, like there's some things that military people have seen that I can never see, you know, just for instance, like some symbols, like not simple, but let's say you get blown up in a car. Like there are many military men that have been through that women as well. And it's like, shit, I've never been blown up in a car. You know what I mean? I've yep. never been shot at crazily. You know what I mean? I've never been like, <laughs> so it's like, there's certain things. And then also on the res, that's what I'm trying to say with the res. There's certain traumas on the res that like, you know, whether it's suicide, whether it's substance abuse, addiction, you know, uh, violence, you know, when you name it, there's so many things that go on. And I think now, like, to be able to have a platform to, like, you know, be like, hey, you know, like, maybe we need to come back to ceremony. You know, maybe maybe it's time to start going back into our ceremonial ways because obviously what we have here today, it's it's not helping us. It's, it's putting our kids in the grave. It's putting, you know, people down. You know what I mean? And for me, it's like, the way I see ceremony, it always uplifted you. It always gave you something, whether it was 
good or bad because in that good or bad like you learned a lesson like you learned a damn good lesson too and it's like if you didn't appear then there's a reason why something happened to you too you know and i think that's where we need to get our people back whether it's men and women because i think the ceremonial aspects taught them both how to be and i think that's something that we're missing now on all reservations yeah there's there's reservations that are going to be like oh yeah we still have ceremonies and yada 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 and it's like well look at your youth look at look at the substance abuse look at the the lack of concentration towards ceremony and language and culture and it's like you can go to a res that is so in the culture but yet the reality is the culture really is not in there and it's like that's where for me i want to be able to have that for our people not just my family and my kids but for my people and then hopefully other natives can be like god damn it i come from ceremony too and i miss my ceremonies and i fucking i need my ceremonies back and i fucking want them back that's yeah. like where I think through this to show natives like, hey, like we've always been about plant medicine. We've always been about plants and healing. Like before these stigmas and things were ever placed on us, like every native used plants. You know what I mean? Every native had medicines. Every native was like accustomed to like plant health. You know what I mean? So that's something that I think is very important to bring back, especially with like the lack of diet and everything. And all our natives, people know, you know, we know like, we need better things. So, like, for me, like, for the tribes that have money, like, why the hell can't we invest in organic farming? Why the hell can't we invest in, like, mental, physical, and spiritual healing for our youth, you know, elder, middle age? Like, we have enough money to literally create a whole new health, like, care system for our people and then also be a model to the world that is now stepping into this holistic medicine healing world. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I've 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 kind of seen in my young life. Hey, my gray beard showing right now. <laughs> but is uh is that you know when people talk about culture, it's always like song dance, you know, and it's it's or history or like these old stories. We kind of limit ourselves as to like what is our old culture, what is our spirituality, you know, what was the life, what was a healthy life generations back moving forward. You know, we've gone through so much trauma, generational trauma with the boarding schools and you know just all the different things that. Have, happen to all of our people everywhere, whether it's here in San Diego or middle of the country, up in Canada, all around um, indigenous people had to deal with all of these hardships. And so prior to all that, we lived healthy lives. And then we're here now, you know, trying to live those healthy lives again, try to figure out what that is. Well, what is that? You know, and it's, it's not just speaking your language, which makes you feel strong and make you feel, you know, that's a part of it, but it's not just that. It's not just singing your songs and dancing your dances, which connect you to your, you know, for us, connects us to our, or ancestors in our, in our uh, creation and, and you feel good and it's physically uplifting and it's spiritually uplifting. It's, it's not just that. It's just, it's more, it's right. It's always, it's like, there's more, there's more parts to it. And that spirituality part is a part that um, I would argue probably connects to everything, but that's, a, that's another part of it. You know, these ceremonies that we have, uh, whether it's puberty ceremonies, death ceremonies, marriage ceremonies, we have so many ceremonies that, to understand life, to get us to uh, learn, to um, grow, to uh, to heal and deal with hardships that come to us, and it's like a lot of those were what were taken away from our people. So now, as we as a people, we're trying to like repair ourselves as individuals or as a as a group. It's like how do we do that? How do we come together and do that? And I and I do think our language and our songs and our stories and our philosophies and I think all of that helps. I think it's all part of it, but I don't know that it's all of it. I think that the ceremonies are a big part of it. And I know that's what you, you're out there doing. You're you're doing these ceremonies to 
And it sounds like you have a need right now to, to do that, to do that ceremony like that. I know you talked about, um, or you mentioned, in our region here, for those of you out there, we're here in Southern California. If you've never been down this way, we have a lot of reservations. Some are uh, do very well economically because of the casino business or industry or other industries, tourism. And then other reservations, you know, are not economically as, as well off as we are. But you go res to res, one commonality that we're all seeing in our area is that we have a huge crisis when it comes to um, the opioids. Like, you know, COVID, everyone's talking COVID, but reality, what's really hard. We're dying hard, more than COVID. Yeah, that's what's yeah. killing us right yeah. now is uh -huh. those opioids. Mm -hmm. And in particular, it's not the elderly. It's our youth, our youth, our young adults. They're the ones that are succumbing to that. And it's, it's widespread. And, you know, there's historical... You can, you can look at to why are people are locked onto that. I mean, it's really happening throughout America, with the pharmaceuticals and all of that, in particular as natives. There's history as to why our youth are, are, are taking those, those pharmaceuticals. You know, it has a lot to do with um, my back hurts. Here's some, we, we make jokes about it now. Here's your, your ibuprofen 800s, you know what I mean? All the clinics <laughs> are giving out the IB 800s. We kind of joke about it because that's their cure to everything. But the problem is, is when you're throwing out those IB 800s, and then you're throwing out the other medication, the pills like that. You're throwing out the cough syrups when someone's got a cold. All of these, thi these things, well, someone's taking them, right? And maybe not grandma or grandpa. They might take some and put it away. But now it's in the home. And now there's an opportunity to abuse mm -hmm. those substances. And so we've seen throughout Indian country that be the thing that's happened. And in our area, like I said, uh, we've been affected by COVID. I don't want to say we're not or haven't been. But by far, by far, we've been more affected by the opioid crisis happening. And so, to me, that shows a need, that there, there needs to be more healing done, that there needs to be more more done. Whether it's ceremony, well, getting back to our traditions, maybe it's just a conversation, maybe it means... Um, I was at an elder's house earlier, and she was saying, you know, I was told, she was telling me, she goes, you know, I was told that my, from my mom that anytime anything happened in this community, the community would go there and, and ask, you know, not to be nosy, but to say, are you okay? There was an ambulance, there was a medical, if someone passed away, if someone, anything, the reservation, family families would send a representative to that home to say, are you guys okay? Do you need anything? They were checking in on each other. It was the tradition of this valley. Um, she said in her day, she's seen that, that that's how it was. You know, you go to a, a fiesta or a gathering and there were the parents were there boozing, drinking, doing whatever, and the little kids running all crazy. They said people would just take the kid home. Some woman would go and grab that kid and say, I'm taking him home, you know, feed him, take care of the kid, make sure the kid was good. And then when those parents, you know, sobered up or whatever, they'd come back and get their kid because you didn't want the kid to just be left like that. Mm -hmm. You took care of the kid. And if the kid was messing up, well, you go there and spank the kid too, even if it wasn't your kid, you know, or you do whatever mm -hmm. um, punishment, whatever. You took care of the kid. The community took care of itself. Now, I don't know if we've gotten away from that maybe. I don't know. So I think there's a lot of things at play maybe, but um, – I definitely feel like ceremony is a big part of that um, big slice. We're missing it. You know, something yeah. needs to be done. Yeah, no, for sure. That's why uh, I just see it in the Wamkish alone. Like just, <clears throat> just do me like, for instance, splitting fruit with my brothers after a ceremony, like that right there is community in, in itself. Like just coming over together over food, you know what I mean? Or representing something of that nature, just what like natives used to always do. You know what I mean? Like ceremonies, gathering over food and, that's something that I'm like witnessing. That's why when I get some of this these funds in, that's what I want to you know do is like a little 
little food drive, little, you know, but also in that moment, kind of let the people know, like, you know, there's, there's other things here than just your tribal government to like fall back upon. Like there's people here that are just like you looking to offer something more than what like this tribal government can offer you. Like whether it be food, water, like, like in ceremony, shit, hell. I was laughing because, like, my tribe fucking, like, not even my tribe because I'm not even enrolled, but I still call my tribe. But, like, when they do the emergency packages, like, I saw literally they went to every house and it's like they fucking just drive by all slow by mine and then they skip it. And it's like, oh, yeah, because he's not enrolled. And it's like, well, fucking, like, I'm the only one here holding down the Womkish, the traditional, like, lodge that you should be bringing me, like, fucking food and water. Everything is like, and yet you're the only one to pass me up just because you're like, oh, He's from Morongo. He gets per cab. He's not from here. And it's like, because show the respect you guys have for your own people. You know what I mean? And I was just like, fucking haters, eh? But no, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing Keep that I'm food. saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all hungry. back in the day, it's like everyone would have helped out the medicine person. You know what I mean? And then to yeah. see that, I'm like, dude, like, you guys are just showing your whole outlook as a whole people. Because it's like you're not even caring for your people. Like, you're caring for your people. But at minimum wage, you know, and I know La Jolla doesn't have a lot of money, you know, but I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Like, and that's why I want to do my food drive, because I want to show my people, like, you know, I care for you in a good way. Like, whether it's giving you some organic fruits or vegetables, whether it's giving you fucking fresh spring water, whatever. But it's like, I'm not going to be giving you fucking, like, bleach flour and, and, and chips and candy and, like, Bullshit, you know what I'm saying? One like, of the I'm, tribes, I almost I, yeah. I heard their food, I heard their uh, their care packages was a bunch of desserts. I was like, oh no, come on, man, this is like we're we're a group of people that get diabetes like proportionally high. You know what I mean? Like we we're not supposed to be giving out desserts to each other. You know, let's give some healthy foods. But man, I heard that I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, oh no, yeah. So that's why I want to. But you know, our definition of who the people are. You know, like yeah, it's for the people, but that definition. Yeah, I want to say that we've gotten pretty colonized on that definition of what people is, you know. Um, I'm sure, like, a more traditional way would have been, like, all the people that are here right now, we need to try to feed everybody evenly, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, try not to eat in front of people without offering them, you know. Mm -hmm. And my my tribe, uh, well, your tribe, too, you're related in. But Kamiya, you know, where it's like our greeting is Helka. You know, I share my fire with you. You know, you come over here, um, you come in from another village, you walked in, and you're going to stay. It's a cold night tonight. I'm not just going to make my fire and say, oh, hi, you know, you can sleep over there. I'm actually going to give you some of my fire so you don't have to sit there and try to make one because, it's, you know, it could be hard to make a fire. So you give them that and, you know, give them some food, give them some water. It's a gesture. And that goes back to our creation story. It taught us that the creator gave to us, like gave of himself to us to have life, to animate us. And uh, so you have to have that giving spirit a little bit if you can, you know. Um, so even in our greeting, it's like that. We say, Halka. That's and I cool. always think that's pretty tight. Not a lot of, I don't know what hello means in English, but I think like Halka, like, man, that's fire. That's like, tight. Yeah, that's fire is in yeah. our greeting. Like, that's awesome. That's mighty, man. So, Mr. Mads, how did you come into this story, man? How did you meet this guy? You guys hanging out somewhere at the club or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We linked up through uh, mutual circles. So I got oh, cool. into um, some of the plant medicine work. And then through that, I just, I had some ideas to start this concept of Guardian Grange doing regenerative agriculture and like ecological restoration and using that to have veterans, you know, as a, as a therapy, as a way of healing and reconnecting with the land and also building community and doing cool things. And then, so I brought Carlos up in Oakland, like I sat down and 
expressed this and then he's like hey my my bro shane down down in san diego runs these ceremonies would you like to show up you know so me and a couple bros rode out there and showed up and had a ceremony and just kind of headed off because we're on surfing the same wavelength you know as far as like trying to do good things be honest honest people you know we've we come from various backgrounds of trauma but still like keeping the fire within to like be good people and to help other people in their times of need and like find find their fire or find you know light the trail a path for them to get out of the dark valley or whatever they're in so do you feel like uh as a veteran do you feel like there's uh there's enough talk like amongst veterans like do people reconnect with their old buddies and, and talk about these uh, the ptsd and the traumas that come from service or is it kind of is there kind of a silence that's put on that like you're not supposed to talk about it there was there's there's a lot of silence but since it's happened so much now like everyone knows someone who's died like i had a personal friend roommate just go out that way when i was there and so you know everyone has some kind of uh connection to it so it's forced its way into conversation essentially but so some people are more open about it some people are still guarded because you know it's the whole thing about death for a lot of people that's like an an uncertainty so there's a lot of like people just don't want to even go there in their head yeah so i that's what i find about you know being around the fire and going through certain um going through that ceremony internally that you can connect it to god experience answers beyond what words could ever describe or beyond you know even art like art can approach certain things but just to have that like feeling of just like the sun on your skin like you can write about it all day but unless you really feel it then you know and that's kind of like what these fires are about these ceremonies an experience huh? yeah for sure think about the sun on your skin is like even if you feel it or don't feel it you're still getting that that vitamins from it yeah even deeper than you know you know oh, yeah it's I think ceremonies deep. like that you feel it you can't ex- sometimes you can't express it or you can't explain it but there's like a there's a, there's a hidden goodness too i think to a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. yeah jim waiting for you yeah i think it's it's good stuff um you know and i, and I maybe that's what the old ones you know the ones that really knew everything they understood that better than everybody maybe that was their little secret i don't know but I know that they Take always back. Yeah. people talk about the na- the negative side of that too, like you know th- things being like bad luck or bad this or bad medicine. People say or good medicine, and sometimes I think of it, it's like that too. It's kind of like that sun that you don't know the 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 hiddens behind it, you know. Yeah, that's what is important, like to to work with good people if people are in the space, you know, people who are honest and you know, like I've always been able to read people. You know, but I realize some people have a harder time, you know, they walk on a car sales lot and get sold a lemon or something because they didn't see the dude was all about his, his, his self. But so if, like, if I ever got that vibe in a medicine space, I wouldn't stay in that energy because it's just, it's kind of like that bad medicine stuff. So I stick to just honest people. And that's why I stuck around with Shane too, because he's an honest, good person doing legitimate, strong work, you know? Um, I've, I've come into, well, my nephew, my nephew's a veteran. He went to Afghanistan and he served and he's done, he did some stuff. He was over there for a while. And, uh, and I think that's where I really kind of hit home. I kind of need, kind of needed someone close to you to experience some of this stuff to kind of like really see it. My, my grandpa was in world war two. My dad was in Vietnam. So my dad would kind of explain to me a little bit of what we now call PTSD and all the different associated traumas and all that stuff. I mean, even just leaving your family when you're young like that, kind of find yourself as a man 
and then whether you, you do any kind of crazy service or not and then that that can be traumatizing for a, a young person so there's a, you know there's a lot of that goes on to a person's psyche at for that sure. time you know and yeah. so i kind of learned that through my dad he would kind of explain to me things and friends that he had and uh you know some that really went down dark trails and stuff and i know there was times where like you know different kind of movies and different kind of things you know he would uh he kind of steer away from or you know to kind of explain to me He's had a different look at life, you know, yeah, and, for uh, sure. and as a, a young guy on the res here, it's kind of like, I get some of that, but not, not really, you know, you can't really understand it. Uh, but I will say this is like being on the res, you deal with a lot of different traumas too, that you don't have off the res, you know? And I realized that when, when I, we were working out outside the reservation and I'd come across people and they've never been to a funeral and it's like, mm. oh, man, we go to them like every other couple, couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sadly, yeah. you know, like they're at weddings. I like I've been to like two, three weddings in my life, but I've been to hundreds of funerals, you know, <laughs> that in itself can be traumatizing. Itself, yeah, you know? for sure. Like people oh, have never, yeah. uh, you know, they've never seen someone get beat up or they themselves never been punched or been in a fight. And it's like, well, I grew up around this race. Uh, everybody was fighting. Like, it was just like part. It was so normal to yeah. settle problems yeah, with yeah. your fist. And, and so we all got little nicks on our face and knuckles and and and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I've seen people get stabbed. I've seen people start fire guns off. I know people who have who've murdered people. I know people who have gone to jail for, for rape and all these crazy heinous damn things. Red, yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh, no, that's so-and-so. I know how they are, you know. Yeah. Don't, bring, don't put your kids near them, but you know how they are. But they're still in the community. They're still there. And it's like every family has something like that. So that's a trauma that's hit every single family as well. Because if your brother, your mom, your aunt, cousin, whoever it is in your family got in trouble... Well, there's the courts, there's the cops coming to arrest him. There's the, I mean, you see all of these things go through your family and it's, it's traumatizing. You deal with that. It gets normal, become normal. And, uh, but that's something that people on the outside don't always seem to understand or have experienced. So to me, as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized like, wow, we do have our own sets of, of kind of traumas here on, in our communities. You know, my community is beautiful. It's safe. It's peaceful. I'll walk down on the other side right now in the middle of the night and I, I know I'm safe, but you know, that's because I grew up here and I, and I feel home here. I feel safe. I feel all of these things. But it doesn't mean I, there's not violent people. I could go to someone's house right now and I know they're violent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I can go to someone right now who would be willing to go steal something maybe or all of these other crazinesses. Yeah. But yeah, on the right. outside, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> but then I think military, guys that have seen combat or been through like hard shit, I feel like they're like on a whole nother life almost. Yeah, experience. yeah. Because, you know, you're, especially you're in actual war, you know, in a yeah. combat zone where like there's people just constantly trying to figure out how to kill you and vice versa and defending you know you're always on you're always i describe it as like for me personally everyone is not this way but like i had a great sense of peace in war just because i was so present in each moment and just i was also ready to ready to die if it was my time you know i was i was at peace with that so i didn't you know i, I realized a lot of people fear that but because i didn't have that thing pulling at me i was just there to do my work and just be present and accept what the path that i had you know laid before me so yeah it kind of kept you yeah. just but i mean i've because i've you know had buddies blown up and shot and all that stuff but uh you know it's part of what we signed up to go do at the same time so it's like you know if you go climb rocks you have a risk of falling off the cliff yeah. too so not that it makes it any less sad or anything but we all knew what we signed up and that was a possibility. So, yeah, let me tell you though, that 
like that you guys sign up for that but sometimes a family don't you know for sure no <laughs> absolutely family. yeah absolutely I, I was here at the casino one time yeah. i tell you when my old drinking stories hey i don't drink i have been drinking years but when i used to i get kind of wild but no one time we were drinking having a good time i was with my brother and my uh sister-in-law and my wife and i we were all there you know a bunch of us from the res were there and my uh sister-in-law got a call and and uh when she was uh told over the phone all i know she's on the phone and next thing you know they're crying and all upset and everything it's like what's going on they called her and said, you know, your son has been in, in a, an explosion. Can't give you any information now, but he's, he's still alive, you know. But, you know, the, the information is kind of like limited at this time, mm-hmm. but we're going to let you know. I mean, it's like, how do you call someone's mom and say, hey, your son's been blowing up. We can't tell you, you know, he's alive, but we can't tell you much more. Yeah. Luckily, luckily uh, he was okay, you know. Yeah. Um, he physically was okay. Mentally, he'd have to deal with that yeah. because... You know, it's not normal for a person to get blown up. You have to deal with that. And when you have friends and people mm-hmm. you work with who are blown up, you have to deal with the aftermath of that. That's hard. Yeah. That's so. That's what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I learned that part of it where I said, "Wow, that's that's uh, it's intense for the family." Because I was worried. I was like, "Man, I hope my nephew's all right." And uh, we were having such a good time, and it just like breaks. Yeah. It was like, oh man. Next thing I'm drinking, I'm all crying. Oh, he's okay. You know. But that you know, it's just the worry behind it. And then you know, time went on. He got out. <laughs> And then seeing him kind of get back to normal, you know, and having a strong work ethic. It's like, hey, you can chill back, man. It's in the military. You can, yeah. relax. You can just leave in, bro. You know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, strong work ethic and just the different things that I know. I could just see him. He was kind of working his way back to what needed to be a healthy, good life, you know, mm-hmm. happy life, you know, which we all kind of take for granted if you're not in that, in that mindset. Um, but then... You know, I start hearing, you know, he, he he's there, he's there for the, the troops, you know, and, and mm-hmm. like uh, as a veteran, something's going on with the troops or with the patriotism. And I'm not always the most outwardly patriotic person. So I don't I don't keep track sometimes, you know, yeah. unless it's on my social media feed. But, you know, he lets me know things. And um, he was the guy who told me the big difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Mm, I, yeah. I kind of didn't know. He goes, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, you know, this is this isn't for us that are walking. You know, this is for those who have passed on and. I didn't ever knew that. I just, oh, you know, thank yeah. you for your service. Yeah, He's like, yeah. no, 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 you don't think, uh, you know, so things like that, you know, it was a learning. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I did see like through him and his, and his, I met some of his people he served with and stuff, see stuff on social media, like the push up challenge. Mm-hmm. Where they talk yeah, about yeah. the amount of people who have taken their life. Yeah. I never knew that, that that was such an issue. And it's a huge issue. How do we not talk about our military people committing suicide at such a higher rate than everybody else? You know, I mean, I think it's one and a half times or something like that. I forget the number. I want to say like 17 a day or something. They or say 20, 22 a day. 22 yeah, a day. that's what they say. I might have only done 17 push-ups. So my bad. I'll get those later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But now there's like a huge, you know, a big number like that. And those are all lives. Those are all people who dedicated themselves to this nation. Um, and the war didn't end or the struggle, the hardship didn't end when they got back, you know? And it's yeah. like, we're supposed to be trying to take care of each other. And I don't know that... We don't want to. I think sometimes we don't know a way to. Yeah, it's uncomfortable for people to talk about things that they don't understand. So yeah. death and like, you know, they, they it makes they don't want to dive into those corners of their mind to like have that conversation and reflection. Like, well, why did this happen? Really, you know what I mean? Like, because it's beyond just the act of however they however they went out. There's things that led to that point in life. You know, moving through time. And, uh, there's, there's really you know, passions, passions one, especially for like, as a vet, like being in the, I was in the SEAL teams and I was like very passionate about that work. 
Um, and then you get out, there's not an equivalent necessarily like that. That's easy for you to see. Um, but there, there is, you just kind of have to reframe and that's like, for instance, me, I found my passion was just like, oh, let's heal the, heal the planet and the people and use veterans as a resource to, to help out in that process since we're here and we're good people and we've, you know, willing to get our hands dirty in a good way. So, um, yeah, I think we just, if it's more comfortable, it'll be talked about more, you know what I mean? Especially, and that's what these ceremonies help out with too, is people can face those questions for themselves and not have to have someone tell them or read about something that you don't truly understand, but you can just have the feeling just like the sun on your skin of like, Hey man, here's, here's how it is, you know? And, and you can have some peace from that. So for you, 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 it's almost like you, you could even go testimonial on this one. Like for you, this has helped you a lot to for sure. do these ceremonies like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I had a I had a buddy pass. Um, History Channel did a doctor documentary on it. It's called his name's Rob Guzzo, and the show is The Warfighters. But anyway, it talked about his story, and we're good bros. And he was in a in a we were in a platoon together over in Ramadi, Iraq, and you know did work. And after after service, after he got out, he ended up just taking his life. You know and 2012 on veterans day on 2000 yeah, yeah so that. after but um yeah and then i had to do things like you had to get on the phone with his dad and you know yep. say what happens and it's heavy heavy stuff so kind of threw me to like this loop of just like not really giving a fuck about anything and but i always kept myself kind of grounded in nature so i just like walk alone in the woods or on the beach or like hang out with my dog or whatever and you know just sit in the pain and uh, the uncertainty, and then just kind of found my way back to to life and passion through like these types of medicines and these types of ceremonies, you know. So it really helped. And I've seen other other friends, like good people, who come in to these ceremonies who are just like, honestly, man, I'm just ready to fucking check out. And then to see them like the day after have some fire, like maybe not to completely like a hundred percent better, but like a solid <laughs> chunk better into where they like have like, man, I'm excited to be alive to just take another breath, you know, and to have more gratitude in just being alive is huge. It, it, it inspires people to find, find some purpose to live because breathing's fucking cool. You know? Yeah. Even one more day. Yeah. That concept of just one more day is a miracle in itself. You know, when you're going through that, you know, the idea that, yeah. Cause people want this big, like, uh, I don't know, big moment, like, you know, I, I had this ceremony and a big epiphany and, like, fireworks, but it's, like, sometimes just going, you know what, I, I'm i going to be okay to be, get up tomorrow morning and be okay. Yeah. That, that is the that is the big That's fireworks. The bi- yeah, mm-hmm. if you can be, I always say, like, if you can be comfortable sleeping in a bush, like, you know, if I lost <laughs> everything, like, I'm still, I can go sleep in a bush and be yeah. happy with just me and the earth, and I can go hunt, and I can fish, and I can live, I can, I know how to be a human being, and I think since a lot of that, like even sitting around fires, like a lot of people don't sit around fires or don't, don't connect with nature in that way. So they're like the human part of them is, is just kind of deteriorated, you know? Um, and they have that disconnection there. So this helps like reconnect, you know, make a little bit more, a little bit more whole or see like if you're a pie, like, Oh, you get a little piece of the pie back. It's like, Oh man, I missed that piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. I always tell people when, like, uh, you know, like on social media, I got to get off that thing. <laughs> that in itself will stress you out. But uh, on social media, you come across people, and they're very, like, uh, 
I'm, de I'm depressed, you know, I'm not feeling good or I can't sleep. I'm an insomniac. Like these are common things I see all the time. And it's rough because it's kind of like, I mean, it's hard to tell somebody what to do to help them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because you can't help somebody else. You kind of got to help themselves. And you don't know their real situation as to why they're yeah. having the struggles they have, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to just be like, oh, do this, you know, like and, and solve their problem. That's not realistic, you know. But that being said, I feel like a lot of those people, they would get so much out of just like, unplugging themselves and going for a walk in nature go find a nice hiking area yeah people here hiking they think you got to put on these big boots wool socks and have a stick and go up yeah. side of a mountain you can just go out in nature where it's kind of flat there's a lot of yeah. nice flat trails out there go walk around maybe stop midway take off your shoes connect with the earth actually feel it you know there's mm -hmm. that uh, i think they call it grounding yeah i yeah. believe 100 percent of that stuff 100 percent. and yeah. getting that fresh air i think there's something to the fresh air hits your brain and, and you, you breathe better and the oxygen's there is better and you get better thoughts, you know, mm -hmm. and you get all those chemicals pumping, you know, in your body and you feel good and you can, uh, and just being away and having a time to sort your thoughts out and just getting your blood flowing. I, man, yeah. I, every time I've had great hardship in life, I've just, I did like kind of what you were saying, probably not as far as you were walking, but, <laughs> but yeah, get into nature and just, just walk, you know, two, three miles and then do that every day. And if you can't walk that, walk a quarter mile. Walk to the mailbox and back, you know? Yeah. Just find somewhere, go to a park, take a lap. But the hardest part is, of course, getting out of your house, you know, getting in that car, getting there, whatever you're going to do. But if you could just get yourself there. Show up. Show, show up, yeah. Oh, it's worth it. God. You don't it's have to worth go to the gym it. and put two hours and do the selfie. Yeah. If you want to, great. But I mean, yeah. just drive to a park and take two laps around your car and drive home if that's where you're starting mm -hmm. out. You know, it's yeah. better than nothing. But yeah, once you show up and you do that, I saw something, or maybe someone said it, but it was something along the lines of like, I've never gone and worked out and then felt bad about it after. You know, it's like you always feel good when you're done. It's just getting there, showing up. And I think that's 100% true. It's 99% true because one time I pulled a muscle working out too hard. I didn't feel good about working out that day. But, yeah. but generally, yeah, you go for a walk and you just you feel good, you know, and you get your mind clear. And it's nature. It's just nature doing yeah. it. And that's such a small form of something that you can self heal, self take care of yourself. Just you're, you're just by yourself doing that. You don't need to go see somebody or you don't need to do all of these crazy, you know, uh, pills or whatever that they're going to try to. Yeah. Hang out off. with yourself for hang a minute. Yourself yeah. For a minute. Yeah. And I know that like, for me, there's been times in my life, I've done some ceremonies where I've gone out and gone without food and water and things like that. I've been in nature by myself. And it's like, you do that for a while, a day, day or two, kind of starts coming to you whatever it is get a feeling mm -hmm. and you have some clarity some understanding and uh the ceremonies i've been part of are all kind of like that you mm -hmm. put yourself in it and then it comes to you you know and it's like that's such a different thing other than like you know as opposed to you take some pills and um yeah. you know every day every morning and every night and you and know, their, works out. their mind's always racing too because yeah. they're trying to figure it out the whole time as opposed to just like yeah. Letting go and just emptying the vessel so the knowledge, can, the wisdom can come in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's what your ceremony's doing. Yeah, right? that's exactly okay. what I was just about to say is basically that's where I'm trying to take it. Because, like I said, not everyone has to do it because there, there are strong minded people who are already pushing towards health, to eating right, to this, to that. So it's like not everyone has to goddamn come and hop in this and take mushrooms, whatever the hell people think. <laughs> That's not the case. But if you need it, it's there. But also within that space, like the communities, like I said, it's it's just time to polish ourselves up. You know what I mean? Whether it's how we talk to each other, how we see each other, how we 
commune with each other, whatever it may be. I just think there's nothing wrong with bettering that up. Like, I mean, I'm learning that work with my brother, meeting new people, you know, he's bringing in. It's like, there's nothing wrong with showing up, being humble and respectful and just fucking being there. You know what I mean? Like, and for me, like, that's something that I think majors kind of meet again outside of just, you know, the party scene and the drinking and all that. But to be like, here, like, we're having ceremony. We're having a, a, a dinner. We're having this. We're having that. Like, we're having a, an organic garden class. We're having a fighting class. So that's something that I was talking to the UFC bros about was like, you know, if we were to get a gym together, you know what I mean, and get a couple UFC fighters here and there, every whatever, the training camps, I'm pretty sure there would be youth that would be stoked to see, like, real UFC fighters saying, like, hey, you know, you guys want to come do a summer program and train with us on this weekend or you want to do a whole summer camp and da-da-da-da-da. Like, and then even adults would be like, I know I wish that I wouldn't mind going and learning how to box up yep. better and – you know, get healthier and then also build communities. Because, like I said, in that time, you could start adding the, the healthy meals. You could start doing the good water. You could start doing all that. And then, like I said, after all that, then can come the other things. So that's where, for me, I don't necessarily want tribes because I already know tribes. I tried talking to my my tribe already, Morongo, and they're all scared. You know, oh, it's federal. It's a federal schedule one. Da 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 da. But it's like, dude, like, this shit is going to be a billion-dollar market. Like, I'm telling you, by 2030, the mushroom market is going to be bigger than the casinos. So it's like, look, why not make some money but also heal ourselves in the process and re-ramp our culture back? Because it's like, for me, as much work as I've done, I just know in SoCal, like, we could use a little more culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And me and you both know that, you know what I mean? Being SoCal natives, like, there's nothing wrong with having more culture for our people. You know what I mean? And, like, that's where I think the Womkish could be an important role because considering, like, we are some of the oldest people here, just like your people. You know what I mean? And it's like these things need to be honored. Just, like, who's to say you guys can't bring back old ceremonies that haven't been done in freaking forever? You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys have a lot of ceremonies, too, that aren't practiced nowadays. You know what I mean? That could possibly help us out, or all of us, or you guys just personally, whatever it may be. But for my goal... It's to just show our people, like, hey, you know, we have all this money. Why not invest in our health now? Why not invest? Because the gaming's there. The gaming's there. The gas station's there. You know, all the shit's there that we have. And it's not going nowhere unless they just cut oil and legalize gambling. But even then, we have enough resources and money to back us up. So for me, it's like, why not start investing in our health? And why not start investing, like, in our culture back? Because, like, if that shit goes, who else is going to revitalize it for us? It's not like the government's going to be handing out culture programs to our people and being like, hey, you going to want to learn your ceremony? Here's how you do it. <laughs> if it goes away, real talk, like, are we even a people at that point? We lose yeah. all of those kind of things, you know? I mean, are we a, a distinct, separate people? I mean, that's kind of a hard, that's a weird conversation anyways because we're all humans, you know, and there's a human um, human race, they say, and all that kind of stuff, but we're distinct people because of all of those things, because of our ceremony, our language, our culture, or our connection to the land, you know, our, our family lines and stuff. And it's like, we lose all that. Are we even a people, you know? So it is important to keep that stuff together. I think it's, you know, one thing people forget too, when I, they talk about all this, cause I was talking to a, a bro out in uh, South Dakota area and um, he's been actually growing marijuana. <laughs> he's getting, I think he's getting slack a little bit yeah. because people really are old minded. We're like, you know, that's illegal. And why are you doing this? And don't mix that with ceremony. And, and I know that there's kind of a conversation out there, discussion as to, uh, is that is that medicine? You know, can that be used as medicine? And, and where should that be brought in? And where is it right and not right? And 
a lot of the old medicine people are like, well, we've never used that. And we've always looked at that as drug and, and <laughs> negative behavior like alcohol. And, and, all, and we kind of put it over there and this is ceremony and we keep this. So there's like that old way, older way of thinking. And there's like a new generation coming and going, yeah, but this isn't alcohol. This is, this is, uh, this can be a medicine if done right, if not abused, they're trying to use it. So I know a guy over there, he's been growing his own crops and he's in, um, I don't know all the science behind it, but he's doing everything to pull, to extract the uh, the uh, TLC uh, TLC uh, THC <laughs> tender love and care. Yeah, the TLC. <laughs> he's, he's he's making the waterfalls, but uh, no, the, the THC and he's pulling out the uh, CBDs. He's the, yeah. you know separating them yeah. and all that. And um, and his thought process is we should be harvesting this so we can give our elders medicine for their for all the different ailments they have, in particular like arthritis. You know, mm-hmm. and I tell people. Um, me, my, I've never smoked marijuana in my life. I've never, like, I'm probably the only deal on this whole res, maybe. I don't know. I never, <laughs> I never smoked in my whole life. I've never, part- for, you know, I've never partaken that stuff. But, but, you know, a few years ago, I got a CBD uh, lotion. And I, I, my form was just dead. And usually, I was taking, like, two Motrins uh, a night, a couple mm-hmm. in the morning. And I was saying, you know, I was, I was taking all the pills. And I know that stuff's bad for you, you know, but it's like my forearm, I was swollen. Mm-hmm. So my nephew and he smokes. He goes, "Oh, uncle, I need to take you down to the to the dispensary spot and get you some lotion." I'm like, "Nah, nephew, I don't even know that stuff." He goes, "No, no, 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 you don't have to get the stuff that, that you know. I'll show you." And I, me, I was all, I was like, "All right, I'll go down with you just to yeah. kind of scope it. I just want to have experience." Went in there, I was like, "Oh, this place is interesting." I'm asking the dude. He probably thought I was a cop, but I was asking him all the questions about everything. Yeah. He's like, he looked like he was kind of stoned at the moment. He was like answering, then he kind of stops and goes like. Why do you want to know all this? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm just curious. But anyways, I end up getting a lotion, and I put that stuff on, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't buy it. I just actually it was there. I put it on my arm, and I was like, like within like a minute or two, it was like I felt good. I was like, oh my god, that stuff's like it works. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I feel good. And my nephew's like, get some, I'll buy it. And I was like, uh, so he ended up buying me a bottle of lotion, the yeah. the CBD, and you know, there's nobody that could have told me prior to me using it how how powerful that stuff was and how good it was. And I mean, and to this day, I'm an advocate for it. I tell people, older people, I bought it for my dad. And I don't know if he uses it cause he's just over there, but um, <laughs> I, you know, other elders though, I'm in the community who have had ailments, shoulders, whatever I've, I've you know, given them bottles and stuff. And um, they just said, try it, you know, and, and, and it works like, like crazy, you know, the your shoulders, your joints and, and, uh, you know, I know people have had more injuries and, and they've got the THC in there and that's a little bit stronger and that really, you know, just takes away all of those pains that normally they would take the ibuprofen, they would take the Tylenols, they take all these things that kill their organs mm-hmm. and then they're they're dying in their 50s from their liver and these organs going out, which everyone goes, oh, it's it's from back when they used to drink and the, you know, whatever. It's like, no, it's from all these pills you're taking. Yeah. From all these the pills, liver. you're just going right through your all your filters in your body. You could be taking this and it's not messing with that at all. And so yeah, I had receptors. to become a believer. So anyways, he's, he's trying to do that out there. He's, 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 he's harvesting that and he's getting into the mushrooms, doing all these different kind of things. And that was what he was saying. He was saying, why, are, why is it that our tribal governments are dragging their feet? Why are they dragging their feet on this? Yeah. They shouldn't be dragging their feet. Yeah. Um, those ideas and concepts that we look at these, these plants as, as whether they're medicine or whether they're criminal or whether they're whatever we should be identifying that we should be the ones defining that you know that's our that's our our part of our sovereignty yeah. you know, our self-governance that we decide if this is a 
a, a bad or a good thing, if this is good for the people, a healing, a medicine, or if this is a detriment and this is something that we shouldn't welcome into our communities. And, but in, instead, we're, we've been told this for so long mm-hmm. that we villainized it without even trying it. Yeah. And I got to say, I did. I villainized um, a lot of that stuff, the, the CBD stuff, which now I, I, I feel stupid saying that. Like, for I'm sure. Yeah. CBD. Cause it's, cause it's, yeah, because it's ridiculous. Yeah, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I said. I'm not gonna get all high. Then actually, I felt good. I was like, I think I told my wife, I think I'm high. She's like, stop it. I'm like, no, I swear. That's like, what I feel really good. Yeah. My nephew's laughing at me because he knows how ridiculous it is. You know. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing it recreationally or whatever. Yeah. But, but that being said, I just it was just a lack of knowledge. So I see that that when it comes to the marijuana, the the cannabis, the uh, the CBDs, THC, all of that kind of the, the knowledge that's there. Um, people have to learn, you know? And, yeah. then, and so now that I feel like people know that, like that's kind of the general understanding that people have yeah. average of knowledge level. Now the next one's going to be the, the mushrooms. And I think yeah. that people are going to see that as real benefit. I think it's going to be a benefit to military people coming back and just all the people dealing with traumas. Yeah, definitely. That's why I wanted to work with, you know, brother Mark. Cause it's like, you know, the natives are like one of the most enlisted in, in the military. And it's like, not only that, but, a lot of reservations don't have, like I said, the economic development that we have on some of our residents. Like a lot of the vets are just tossed out in the streets. You know, a lot of vets don't really have it because the family's like, oh, you know, that's uncle. He's he's drunk or he's been in the war. And it's like, so it's like, but they're not really going to him or her and saying like, hey, you know, like you know, we're here for you, you know, or like what's going on, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, that's just them. And they're outside drunk or they're passing because they're freezing out there or they're getting put in jail and beat down you know what i mean and it's like some of these guys have served a high honor and yet they're getting beat down by res cops or other people and it's like no man you should be able to have a damn center for your fucking vets and your people not only serve the country but your goddamn res your community like you know putting on for your people so it's like why can't you have a shelter for them to sober up or provide them you know fresh water or anything it's like you know it's like what you know yeah I mean, you may not like it but hey, man, that's someone's uncle or aunt, you know what I mean? It's like our mom, our son, or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like fucking help them, you know what I mean? If we have enough money, we should be able to provide that care for them or provide them, like, the mental health or, or the physical or the nutritional, whatever it may be, to give them that option to say, like, hey, like, you know, not only thank you for what you've done, but, like, now we're here as a people to help you, you know what I mean, and give you back, like, whatever it is you need to, to fucking walk around here, right, or to be with your kids or, like, be around your family without there being you know so much harsh issues because you know there's so many issues my grandma went through that my great grandpa was a medic out in normandy and he went when he was 18 and he lied you know he's actually younger so it's like he lied went on the papers and then went there and it's like then to come home with my grandma and all my my uncles and then like to not even be there as a father and like there's so many natives that like he went through that and then like their whole family's got torn to shit because you have a young native like you said a young native just leaving their family getting thrown in the front lines and then coming back to home like thank you and now you're sitting at home with these kids after you just goddamn seen like people get blown up and shot at and now you're just like yeah i I definitely have a hard time being a dad too like after war you know what i mean anything you know it's like natives should actually we should be putting up for that because we are like one of the most enlisted people in the military so it's like we need to put on for our people. And then that's why, like, I'm glad I work with the brother. It's like, I know non-native vets, the ones that don't get the help go through the same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, that'd be a fucking powerhouse to like non-natives and 
vets that are not native to come together and be like, we're going to help each other out, and we're going to not only help each other out, <laughs> two, but two traumatized <laughs> populations. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Rough, dude. And they're both but it's true. It. It's, yeah, it's make that good healing. Yeah, you know, it kind of makes sense, natives, to be at the forefront of this for sure. Not just because it's plants, but like if you look at the American Freedom Religions Act, I think it was '78. You know, and then it, and it was altered again in '96 for peyote. It's like we have that connection to where we had a, a, a plant being used for ceremony and being told that this is illegal. This isn't. You know, yeah, this is uh, this should be criminalized. You know, it's kind of demonized and all that. that it's kind older of than the entire concept of law. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. that's how long it's been used. You yeah. know, and it's like people have used that as medicine, and and uh, yeah. you know, obviously, there's a lot of ceremony behind that and respect and things that are done behind. You know, to, to yeah, that's what I was there and take him. it. It's a science. You know, yeah, you can't just take peyote; you'll die. Yeah, you exactly. Like, you have to really do it the right way. But that was why we got our American Freedom Religions Act was because of this kind of stuff. Exactly. You know, we we weren't getting that freedom of religion. It wasn't it wasn't just that we couldn't go pray or we couldn't carry feathers, but it was like we couldn't use these plants. Yeah. And, and I think people forget that. that sometimes. Yeah, no, that's why I posted that post on the Native Religious Freedom Law Act now, because I was like, most tribes do not flex their religious sovereignty. Most they don't. tribes are not yeah. like demanding protection from the federal government to say like you cannot come interfere with our ceremonies and the way of how we practice because We've been doing this way before you could tell us what to do. And not only that, like, if you're going to uphold every other citizen to the freedom of religion, then we should be included in that, too. Because if we can't pray in America, no one can pray in America. And it's like, that should be upheld. You know, just like when we're praying, fucking helicopters flying over our church. Like, <laughs> goddamn, the Pope was praying. He didn't helicopter fly over his church. It's no like if someone, exactly. And it's like, dude, like, we need some damn respect because we're really trying to help each other out. Like. We're not over here just fucking around. You know what I mean? Like I said, I got a fucking combat veteran Navy SEAL. I got UFC fighters. I got all these people coming around here, and it's like, we are not playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. We are not playing around. Yeah, I mean, you, you really got to start with a good crew. <laughs> I know, but it, it does take something away when you have aircraft hovering, you know, they come over, and it's like, I've been at ceremonies where, where that's happened, you know, like in clothes burnings and things like that, and the outside the world doesn't realize that we have these, these uh, ceremonies that involve fire. You know, and here in San Diego, you know, it's like no fires. Well, someone passes away, we do a ceremony with a fire. We're going to have that fire whether the whole state's on, you know, red alert. Yeah, We're going to have that fire. It's part of our ceremony. That doesn't mean we go out there and just set the field on fire. We we take a lot of precautions to make sure it's taken care of, everything's done right. And so we are protected as a, as a uh, um, ceremonial burn to do these kinds of things, but... Sometimes our own people are the ones that forget that sometimes that we have these protections yeah. because That's what I was telling him. I was we've been like, doing this since time they didn't realize yeah. they're native. Like you yeah. come from ceremony, homie. Yeah, we come and from home this. girl. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all come from ceremony. Don't act like you ain't ever seen this go down. And our people did a lot to protect those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, and that's kind of like where for me, yeah. I don't want to goddamn be the fucking the what do you call that? The martyr for everyone to be <laughs> like, oh yeah, like we gotta have a ceremony because our dog went down. Like, nah, hell no. He's the merciless savage they're yeah, talking about in the Constitution. He's like, yeah, yeah have your dog's back. Don't fucking put him out there for you to be like, hey, man, that's why we don't do that. And like, nah, man, that's why I'm doing it. So y'all can fucking heal and get out of this rut. Like, I know every native's tired of it. I'm tired of it. I know you're tired of it. Like, you know, and we're tired of it. I, I'm pretty tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, we always say, like, why? What's wrong with being good? Yeah. You know, what's wrong with just yeah. doing good? Yeah, I noticed you guys said that in your language. You guys <laughs> yeah. talk about being good, good. I like it because you've said it a few times. Like, you know, eat well, growing good foods is what brought you in. Yeah. You know, and like, uh, 
living a healthy lifestyle. It's not just, and I think that's the problem too. Is people think like you're just because there are people too though, but that are just on the drug part. They just mm-hmm. they focus on the I want to take shrooms, and that's it. And I'm sure that that has a benefit, maybe I don't know, but it's it's not. That's not what this is. This is it's being good, that. showing up for yourself yeah. and your community and your family, and cool. like being a good human being. There's nothing wrong with being good. That's what we say. Yeah, that's why I like the Wong fish because it's like it's like books is you know it's a circle of life. It's life and death in there, so. You want to know about life? It's gonna happen right there. Yeah, That's cool. It's like, like I said, you're born in there, you're cremated in there, puberty right. So that taught us all about life. And to me, it's like if you're here, well, it applies to you too, because yeah. you're you're here, you're living here. <laughs> so it's like you may not be a skin. And I'm talking to you. I'm just saying for those that aren't sure. skinned, it's like you live here. So what makes you think thousands of years of tradition don't apply to you? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, like, like I was saying before we started recording, when we were just talking, you know, it was like one thing I was told was that, yeah, you know, we're indigenous, so we're gonna have these ways and practices that connect us to all these things, you know, but you know, in particular our, our land, of course, but but we're all indigenous to somewhere, and we're all human, and I think like these ceremonies, parts of them are so ancient and old, they go all the way back to before we were any of the stuff that we see around us right now, you know, the just really just pure human. And it's like it really fills a need, you know. And I think that that yearning for that or the the fulfillment that that ceremony does, I think that all people have that in them, that craves them, that that whatever yeah. it is that. Because us Indians are always like, oh, we feel it's good day to be Indian, good day to be a lad, good day to die. Yeah. You know, like you connect to that ceremony, hear our old Indian songs, you feel strong, but powerful. Whether we do them or not, we just feel it. You know, it's like. That's my ancestor speaking through me and my genetic code. Like, yeah. you know, it's, my it's the spirit. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's all that. But all, all of me white people come in or like whatever, you know, non-natives. And they're like, man, I feel it too. And it's like, hey, 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 now this is our stuff. Nah, nah. It's like, but they're feeling it in their core too. And I don't know that's because maybe it's not their ancestry speaking to them, but it, it is their ancestry, you know? And it's like, it's because it's very similar probably to what their ancestors had. You know, going back again. Yeah, everyone had that. Ways. Everyone had fire. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone come had from, fire. Everyone had fire. Well, that white fire. man electricity came yeah. fire. A lot of our, our tools go way, way back, far enough back. All of our tools, our stone tools were all the same. You know, like mm-hmm. we as humans got to eat. We as humans got to stay warm. Yeah. We got to mm-hmm. get too hot. We got to stay Wearing cool. Skins, we got to do all these human things, you know, and I think that some people ceremonies forgot. are so yeah. pure and they hit the point so hard. They hit like right. They hit that that. Bullseye is so solid on what a human needs that any human can connect with it, I feel like. Yeah, no, that's why I like, like, I've had some natives come into the Wamkish, but I've had more non-natives come into the Wamkish. Uh And, like, to see them, like, be like, hey, man, like, I fucking get what you guys went through. And I get now, like, the fuck happened, you know what I mean? Like, just like a ceremony we did when we're talking about, like, the treaties and how the chiefs and and the the so-called founding fathers would meet up. Like, he was saying, like, dude, now we get it, like, it's exactly how they probably felt fucking seeing your people, you know what I mean? Even though, <laughs> That's you, what we're supposed to be even doing. though you guys were good, it's like they were over here probably like, all oh, these motherfuckers are all out of it. <laughs> da, 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 da. And we're just like, we're here living, dog. Like, mm-hmm. we're here, you know, trying yeah. to be good. And you guys are over here trying to kill us and do all this other shit. And that's kind of like where now, like, I'm seeing, like, now everyone's realizing that kind of they're wrong. You know what I mean? Because obviously we know this country is it's in a little little rut right now you know especially with the communities how yeah. people treat each other how people are, are looking at the whole whole the government and it's like 
the government let everyone down and and everyone should already know that like especially like looking at the indians like mm-hmm. and i mean the indians are the first ones to show you the government does not give a fuck about human life so it's like what makes you think that's going to change for you now i mean that's yeah. why i'm like like what he was saying about earlier like these guys have always fucking been like kind of take you out kind of guys you know what i mean so it's like what makes you think all of a sudden they're just gonna like oh no and it's like they've been plotting this you know what i mean so i was talking with and my wife today about like dude, these guys have been plotting it before they even came on the shores. Like they were plotting to take this shit over. You yeah, know that's system, I mean? systematic yeah. work. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. people get plugged into a system. They don't even know why that system is what it is, why it works well, or where it came from. They just know that's the system. Yeah, it works. I'm sure you learned that stuff. Oh yeah. You don't. It's nothing personal. It's just a system. This is how you do it. Do it, and you'll learn why it's important later. <laughs> I grew up outside the system too, because I was just such a loner. I'd like stay in the woods. I always felt like an alien. So I was always like. This shit just fe- seems fucking weird. Like, I like climbing the tree and hanging out and being in nature. And now I'm in these, like, <laughs> yeah. places and people are trying to tell me what to think. I'm, like, already connected with my own thoughts. Like, all these things you're trying to teach me as an adult, as a kid, I'm just, like, I already figured this shit out. So, like, yeah. when they're trying to say things at me, I'm, like, eh, it's not real. So I just stayed kind of on the outskirts, you know, and that's why I always just found my connection where it is in nature, you know, in the woods and the forest and the mountains, I think that's the human connection. And I think yeah. as natives, we have that connection. Like we, It's really recent for us. So we, we can describe that connection. Mm-hmm. We can explain the connection. We have the ceremony still that, that show us that connection. Because I talk to people from uh, you know different parts of the world. Obviously, their ancestors come from different parts of the world. I have a diverse French, you know, a diverse group of friends. But it's like I, I see a lot of people that uh, their people have been so disconnected for so many centuries and even thousands of years now. That there is like a, a craving or like a, like, I use the word yearning. I don't know. It sounds like a novel, but you know, like there's like wanting to connect. To there's an emptiness. The, yeah. The emptiness. Yeah. They yeah. want to connect. I think if you're void. from Northern Europe or something like that, your people aren't that far from it. So you yeah. kind of have that, you feel it, that you need it, but you don't have it. So where do you go to fill that? And I think that's why they have all those powwows in, in Northern part of Germany and all the different European oh, powwows. Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're you know, Indians are all mad. They're stealing our stuff. You know, they're this and that. And it's like, they are, but I kind of get it because it's like, yeah. they've lost that connection. They lost, yeah, they lost they it through our ways. And it's kind of like, damn, I, I always say it. shit. If I was a native, it, I'd want to be native. Hey, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you get born out of in some other body and you're like, no, I'm native. I can feel it. It's it's a rough one, you know, because you don't want no one appropriating. You definitely don't want yeah. someone benefiting off of it and not giving it back yeah. to the original. That's where like I chip out with the whole you know. peyote thing and the psychedelic movement because it's like, dude, there's so many natives who've seen miracles with this peyote, and for you to just toss checks and cash and be like, yo, we're teaming up with UPS, da 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 da, and we're gonna fucking billionaire this. It's like, bro, like. What about these people who've literally seen miracles yeah. and you're going to just shit on them because you got money when it's like you should be tossing these people millions of dollars to fucking not only help them out, but to show you how to really use this medicine. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I like what I'm doing, because that's why I had another podcast today with some guy and he's like, well, what do you got to say at the end? I was like, you know, I was on this at the end of this mushroom movement, the psychedelic movement. I was like, there's going to be a lot of mushroom cats. You know, just make sure you pick the right one. Yeah. I already know a few, and I shit you not, it's getting wild out oh, there. Oh, yeah, there's going to be popping <laughs> yeah. up all over. You're going to see it popping and, and up. And that's why, like, I'm glad I'm trying to build me, like, a, a solid-ass team of bros, you know, yeah. whether it's native, vets, you name it. It's all like, these healthy guys. I, yeah, because it's like, good. I want. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I said. That's <laughs> when I was like, oh, you guys inspire me. You guys are running. You guys are lifting. I'm like, 
I'm just a dad over here you fucking eating. You got some really in shape dudes around yeah. here. Right now. Notice and, that. And that's why I was just like, fuck, I need to get my shit together because <laughs> I can't be being this healer and being all fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or healing. people being like, hey, yeah. what about you? It's like, shit, man. <laughs> Medicine man's got to eat. Nah. <laughs> but you know, you, you know, it's, I sound like a real parent right now, but you really are a lot of, you are a lot like who you surround yourself with. So you surround yourself with a bunch of people that are eating good, working out, trying to do positive things. You tend to do that stuff too, just because you're there. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. if you're around people that eat like crap or trying to do bad things, you're probably gonna jump in there yeah. a few times. <laughs> Give me that donut. I guess we got a dozen. I don't want to help you. Yeah, help you by yourself. Might as well eat that. Yeah. I was telling him I wanted to bring you some donuts. I was like, I, I got bring some rocks some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got here, someone gave me a box. I was like, I really don't need those. Yeah. But. So I was like, I was gonna bring Ross some donuts. I was like, fuck a fat. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, I know that as uh, humans, we're all very similar. Is because when those guys stormed the Capitol, I, I got all mad. I was like, that guy's wearing a Native American hat. He's appropriating our stuff. <laughs> no, it was a Viking hat. He was trying to be Northern European. I was like, I guess we are kind of similar to it. <laughs> our headdresses are similar. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's Storming a, in similar. There's, <laughs> a, there's a music group called Heilung, like H-E-I-L-U-N-G, out of, I think, Norway. Yeah. And they're like, their roots and how they come out is pretty cool. It's interesting to watch some of their stuff. Yeah, Pretty similar they like got that. Them on, on YouTube, yeah, good stuff. So when you had your uh, your 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 first experience, was that prior to this guy, or did you kind of yeah, in a circle? And, okay, prior, yeah. I, I kind of like I didn't in my past. I didn't really partake in any anything. Like I never really smoked or any anything. Yeah. And then uh, like after service, like our medicine basically is alcohol, right? That's what they oh, give okay. you. So that's what people abuse. You know, you can abuse it. Like you can you can use alcohol like anything, but it's just been so abused that people just like do all the fucked up shit because of alcohol. Like they yeah. get out of their mind and then they do stupid shit that they regret. And then they go into these patterns of behavior. And anyway, um, so my buddy's like, Hey, did you ever try mushrooms? I'm like, no. And I'm like, I'll try them for sure. And then we went out and walked around like this golf course at night. And I was just like, had this real familiar feeling. I'm like, man, I've been here before. Like, this is like just out in nature. And I'm like, I can see like the, the personality of the earth, like through the trees, through the grass, through the hills, you know, through the waters, just through the night sky, through everything. And I'm like, man, this is like just like being a kid again, sitting in the trees and looking up at the night sky and being connected to to God without even that word needing to be in the equation, like beyond all the words, you know. And uh, so as soon as I like recognize that, I'm like, there's some like real magic here. They're called magic mushrooms for a fucking reason, because it opens doors, you know, and you can reignite passion and lust for life. And, uh, yeah, that's what it did. And so, um, you know, I've been to different like ceremonies from the jungle, like ayahuasca and, and, uh, the Sonoran desert toad and worked with many different medicines. And the one thing that's similar is like these things, like we weaponize these things by calling them drugs without an understanding, but these substances are of the earth and of the creator and, they're here for us. Like even we were talking about cannabis, right? We have receptors for those. So it's, you can't really even become intoxicated like you can on alcohol. You, you because your body's absorbing. It's like, it's like eating too much steak. You know, you're like, whew, you have that kind of feeling, but it's not damaging you. Like alcohol is like damaging your organs. And, you know, it's sad to see a lot of, uh, a lot of bros just abuse that or same thing with like pain meds, you know, cause you, get a lot of injuries and then that's the thing or when you get out as a veteran they're like hey here's these antipsychotic meds you're like what the fuck 
like why and they're literally like pushing this shit on people they're like oh do you have any anxiety any of this like things that would be normal for someone coming out of any kind of traumatic experience and then the question is yes or something then like well here try this and i remember looking at the bottle i'm like what is this and i go to anti-psychotic i'm like I'm not psychotic. Like, I, why don't they just try it? It's worked for other <laughs> things too. Right. And I'm like, on the bottle, it's wow. like side effects, literally suicide. Yeah, oh, man. Side effects of coming off, literally like suicidal ideation. It says it on the fucking bottle of the shit that they're handing out to people. And then you wonder why 22 a day is happening. It's because the fucking system yeah. is, is, is the pusher of yeah. bad medicine. And then. It's they're trying to just block out like good shit, which is part of the good medicine is doing it in a community setting, you know, and that's why the obviously, as you guys know, the ceremonies exist. But these it's it's a foreign concept to like a lot of people because they had those ties cut. But it's like being there together as a human being, even to like witness someone go through their shit, even if you're not going through it, and just to be there for them and be like, hey, man, we got your back. Do you need anything like give them a blanket or something and just hanging out and. Sorry. Having compassion, right. right? Having compassion for a fellow human being and that in itself beyond any of the plants is So was that different powerful. from your first experience and you're just kind of trying it as to like what you're doing now? Is, is there a big contrast? In yeah, that it's or? definitely different. I mean, and, but, you know, for me, it's all in, a lot of its intention and in how you use things. Like if someone's going with a party mode, then it's it's no <laughs> different than they do anything with a party mode. You know, you could you could like do it with whatever, like pick up a knife and be stupid with a knife. But it's also a tool that you can use to like harvest meat or to create something like create a bow or anything like create other tools with it. So learning how to use these substances, which is what the ceremonies have. And there's, you know, many different ceremonies from around the world, but they're the, they all are a skill with using a tool that comes from nature. And, you know, so it is a different, it's a different, if it's a different, different game, tool. especially when you come in with, yeah, yeah, with that intention, like, Hey, I'm intending to do this and I'm taking, I'm praying with this substance and I'm just, focused and meditating on this thing and you answer a lot of questions that people run around life being like oh i wish i had answers to this well if you get out of your head and show up for yourself (laughs) and for your community and just kind of just go through an experience then you get a lot of that stuff answered again like beyond what words can say you know i try to do a good job with my writings and like expressing things but there's nothing i can do to compare to the experience itself you know you said you tried uh, ayahuasca and some of those other ones out there. Yeah. Did uh, you see like the little men and stuff like that? No, no, I never see it. You know what I'm talking about? I've yeah, heard yeah, of that. Yeah, I've heard people, people say they've had. <laughs> so I've heard people say they've had like yeah. they've taken it with others and have all had the same exact experience. Yeah. Well, there's That's weird to me. There are collective experience and yeah. different substances tap you into different energies essentially. But if you, you know, everyone can relate to dreaming. Like you go to sleep and your consciousness goes from this brainwave state to your sleeping brainwave state, and what that is like you're literal conscious energy is vibrating differently. So you're experiencing a different dimension of reality called the dream world. But people, the West is like kind of, they go at it with such a sciencey perspective. Like, well, that's just in your imagination. Well, so is fucking this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're we're, we're a bunch of like molecules vibrating energy, but we're here. It's real. And it's just as real in these other dimensions, you know, but it's hard because people haven't experienced. Never been there. Yeah. Do you think that the United States government would ever, you know, they're giving out those those uh, pills? Do you think they would ever do that with mushrooms? Do you think that would ever come? Um, it's common because of how, especially on like the VA side, because of how much positive benefit there is. And you know, when you come into like people talk about a bad trip or something, really what that is is like some shit you didn't want to deal with. But part of the healing is 
confronting your shit it. and dealing with it, you, you know? That, so then you're not yeah. hanging on to it all the time. But so because, because you can't really, you can't abuse it, you know, like you, if you could eat mushrooms until your stomach is full and you'll have an experience and you could do that every day. But the, the, the way it works is like, you'll have less. So you can't, it's, it's non-addictive by its very nature. And it's not, you know, it's work to eat it. You know, it's work to consume. Yeah, and, and mostly I'm pretty sure people come to the Womkish. I'm pretty sure you're not going to want to abuse that shit. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure you go it's, through Womkish, you're not going to be like, damn, I need to take this every day. You're it's gonna be work. Like, you need need time to to reflect. <laughs> yeah, you need time to integrate the lessons that you learn in that environment, you know. Have you had have you had anybody come in like just like you had to kick them out of there or anything? No, or? but we've had experiences where people have have gone to extremes, not like crazy crazy, but for someone who's never seen it would be like what the fuck is going on right now? What are you doing? What did you do to him? And it's like no, man, like for me it's it's part of ceremony like and it's just part of the work. Like I say if you're a real healer, man, sorry, you got to be in the shitter cuz you're dealing with traumas, you're dealing with People's demons, you're dealing with people's addictions, you're dealing with people's minds, you're dealing with uncertainty. So it's like, man, you're going to have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Just like if you, you know, like pretty sure, like you said, you go into a gunfight, you know, you cannot expect to not get shot. You know what I mean? You might not, but you can't sit there and be like, I'm never going to get shot. Like, motherfucker, you might get shot. <laughs> you know, and just like in this, you know, you might have a breakdown, especially yeah. if you haven't like confronted yourself. You know what I mean? Or you've come to terms with like, some of the things that you suppress, whether it's how you feel as a man or a woman, whether it's how you look at things, whatever, it could come up, you know? So for me, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a beautiful experience every time. Fuck no. Hell no. As the man who runs it, it ain't ever beautiful all the time. <laughs> so it's like. Nothing is, though. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, there, there's, then there's, there's beauty in the confronting yeah, the dark the stuff. Yeah, the working of it is. And healing it. So what, is the, what would a typical or an average, like, experience look like for somebody? Like, I've never seen anything like that. So what would that, what would that look like from an average? I know it's kind of a hard question because everyone's probably unique, I imagine. But what is a typical person? They just kind of sit there staring off or is they. It depends on the person. It depends pretty much how grounded you are because there's people that could walk out. There's people that could be all in the dirt. There's people who could be in their face. There's people who could like be, literally laying in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People like, cry. Yeah, get oh emotional. yeah, oh people yeah. Get angry. Yeah, start yelling. Yeah, and screaming. Oh yeah. That ex- that crazy oh, yeah. experience you talk about. Or last, the last two ceremonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People yelling around. Yeah, and, oh yeah, at the top of their lungs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's good to happen there because that energy is being released in that in that space, whereas they've been carrying that with them for however long, and it's like. You know, everyone can know, like, if you go to the gym or whatever, you lift some weights, it's a way of, like, releasing energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know People yell in there think nothing of it. <laughs> yeah. But then I do. I'm like, like, excuse me, I'm trying to lift here quietly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one guy. That's, that's, that's yeah. uh, Shane. No, and that's why we ah. tell, the like, my family, like, I tell my family already, like, you know, there's people who peed themselves. They peed them, you know, they, they poop, they throw up. You know, it's happened. And I was like, so I let my family know, kind of like, because that's what, like, Boog told me when I talked to him about it. He's like, you know, whether it's your clan or what, you need to let them know what you're doing because you don't want your people kind of like kind of going against you for your work. So he's like, let your people know, like, what's going to happen, you know, or what's yeah. going on. So I always told my family, you know, I go, I got I got the gate set up. We got a lock and I just let them know, you know, when I have guys over, like we're having ceremony, you know, so it's pretty cool that the family's involved. My aunt actually came and helped me out last time. And it's uh, it's 
cool to just see you know the community come by and be like, oh, how was it? You know, how things go? And it's like it's pretty cool to see it. You see anyone taking an back. interest? Possibly? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. If not, if not an interest, at least in the interest of seeing the amount of people that come by. You sure. know what I mean? Not saying like they're like, oh, I want to go in there, but just seeing like people constantly come by. They're like, okay, like something's going on there. You know what I mean? Because if it was that bad, people wouldn't be showing up. You know what I mean? People would be like, oh, fuck that. Like, don't go there. That place is bad. Like that. But no, everyone's like, that shit's beautiful it's yeah. powerful it's something else you know what i mean i've never heard someone be like oh fuck that everyone comes back you know what i mean and it's like here's another brother who shows up so it's that was like, another question i mean know? had people go like we're not coming back have you had some of that or most everybody's kind of come and stayed and- i've had the egos come in where people's egos get scared but other than that no everyone who's been more so to say like they're in they show up or they partake you know what i mean i haven't had you know one thing and i'm not going to say there's not going to be but that's the thing is I'm not shooting for bad experiences. I'm shooting for honest healing experiences for people because I know like that's what I'm going through and I want to offer that to people too. Like why the fuck am I going to lie to you? You know what I mean? I can, but then I'm going to be looking like a mega jackass because it's it's myself. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm not going to sit here and put up a front, especially when like I have my own people, especially the last person of the Womkish, like yeah. giving me these, you know, pretty much green lights to work with it so it's like for me i'm i'm not looking for respect but i'm looking for the mutual respect from tribal leaders to say like we don't have medicine people but we do now and maybe it's time to start investing in our cultural and spiritual healing again because like i just don't care without our spirituality and ceremonies we're like we're going to the shitter like no matter what like we don't have our core values of our ceremonies within the creator and mother earth like like we've been seeing all the people dying so far. It's to me, it's only gonna get worse if people don't buck up, whether it's a man or a woman. I mean, it's like it's just gonna get worse, and no one else is gonna care because to me, they're waiting for that because it's just land for them. This is just public development for them. This is just more resources to fuel their machines. So like to me, it's like they're counting on it. They're depending on it. So for me, it's like let's fucking just hand it to them in a good way and say like. Motherfucker, you try to destroy us, you try to wipe us out, you try to take away our culture, our songs, our relationship to the creator and Mother Earth, like, no, how dare you? How dare you do that to anyone? And I mean, and that's why I say, like, for us, I think we could be a role model for not just Indians, but for everybody to, like, want to reclaim back their identity as people. I mean, because like I say, a lot of people, I know a lot of people want to fucking find creator and Mother Earth, you know what I mean? I just know it, like, I, I mean, and for those that don't, that's not my problem. Like I said, I'm not here to, to worry about the weeds. I'm here to worry about those that want to grow. You know I mean, the weeds can always get cut down and burnt up. You know, it's it's, it's going to be there. Weeds are going to be there. Yeah, they're but, coming um, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's <laughs> like going to take me. care of them. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like for me, so I just want to work on the growing. <laughs> find a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to work on the growing and fucking give my oh, kids man. the right to ceremony because yeah. losing my father and, and not being around ceremony like and now having ceremony, like, yeah, I want every native boy and girl to be able to have the ceremony and be able to pray without the tribe or the fucking feds trying to fuck with them. Like, every damn native kid and boy and girl, man, woman, young and old, should have the right to pray and goddamn get down with their ceremonies. Sure. You know? <laughs> One thing I like, though, is like, the, it sounds like you guys got a good brotherhood or whoever's out there. You know, you guys take care of each other, you know? Go yeah. Temple. No, that's that one thing cool. I like about the Wamkish because it really teaches you how to be there and be accountable even through the shitter. Like I said, you know, even though shit's tough, like, it doesn't mean you can't be there for someone. It doesn't mean you can't help someone. Even if you don't know 
you could still be there. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, our last ceremony, I had a guy, you know, brother, brother Punky was going through it. I didn't know exactly what he was going through, but just by being there and knowing that my other brothers were there to be there in case, you know, just like I woke up my brother Mark and said, Hey brother, you know, if he needs help, you know, I, I need your help, you know, I need yeah. you to help me out and I need you to help me with him if we need to pick him up or we need to help him out. So it's like it's cool to hold each other accountable because I feel like fuck if we don't if we don't first of all, if we don't do it ourselves, then who the hell's gonna do it? So that's why I like kind of checking up on each other in there because then it's like kind of creates that like oh you know i need to be aware i need to be present and i need to like accentuate what's going on because i may be going through it but i still need to make sure because like i said it's fucking cold out there you know people could get sick you know i had yeah, one bro sure. laying in the damn fire so it's like there's, just, <laughs> there's things that really go down you, you guys connect I mean? outside of Wompkish? you guys uh you guys become kind of friends everybody kind of becoming friends a little bit and getting to know each other a little bit yeah i imagine yeah. it's real intimate cause yeah because really well, before before it's already all we're already together we're setting up we're traveling up the mountain we're cutting the cedar we're you know if someone's cutting this someone's getting the tarp someone's setting up this so it's like we're all trying to hold each other accountable you know what i mean and if it's not me because like i said i'm not the kind of guy to be on everyone's ass like hey you better get this yeah. that's why i like being around older men that you know like I said brothers who come from discipline and work because it's like you get another young cat they're just gonna be like what yeah well, I do with this, but it's like you get people who come from work. It's like everyone knows what to do. You know what I mean? Sure. Everyone knows how to get to work and get something going or, or fucking at least contribute instead of staying there. You know, so it's like in that time, and then you guys build this yeah, and we, yeah, exactly. We build wow. it, we clean yeah. it out, we go get everything, and then, you know, we're having our smoke, we're doing our thing, and then, like I said, we'll go, we have dinner, and then we'll share a dinner, and then in that dinner, we go over protocol. We it's just like, all right, and then. All right, y'all, we're about to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we're prepping that whole time, and now it's like. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. Yeah. One of these days, I gotta get over there, too. Yeah, and you don't even need to take medicine. I tell people yeah. just to come in and go, go sit in and yeah. take the medicine and not take it, but pick it. Like the cedars, the sages. Like I've had my brothers, I've had you know my wife, I had other people's women's in there, and without medicine, it's like. Cause I always say, just to be there, like you're gonna see it. Cause you're gonna see that fire. You're gonna see. You're gonna see it because it's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm glad like, you're doing it, man. Yeah. And I'm glad guys like you know, Mr. Matt's here. Mark, you can you know you have benefit from that, you know, and and uh, thank you for your service and everything. You know, I want to make sure I say that before I forget. But I just know there's a real need out there, you know, and it's not for everybody, like you said. But for people that that could help. Man, that's you're doing the work. You know, you guys are doing a good thing. Yeah, and, it's you know, honorable too. Like yeah. I'm honored to be, you know, to be a part of it too, and to to just be present when other people are going through their healing and to share it because you know, like we said earlier, we've seen people go out, you know, in different ways, and this is literally helping people find passion for life. Which I mean, really, what's more important than that for for a people if someone's about to leave this worth this earth by their own hand and something gives them a passion to not do that and they become a better person and be a better father and better family, better brother, son, whatever, daughter. Like, why is that bad? Yeah, how is that <laughs> like, bad? Yeah, exactly. And that's sometimes people don't think of those terms. You know, they yeah. don't want to demonize or talk bad. It's like, okay, well, what's the opposite? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I learned that. It's like, I don't know, somebody don't gets with somebody. Oh, I don't like that person. Well, is it, I mean, at least they're not alone. You know, like, you got to always think of the, like, what, what's the uh, yeah. the opportunity cost? You know what I mean? What's, what it? What's the other option? And if the yeah. other option is taking your own life, I would rather see somebody go down this road 
or any other road to try to try to do something, you know, yeah. to, to stay alive and to, to live a fulfilled life. And if this is like, you're saying having, I mean, man, and you don't have to understand it as a person on the outside, but you should at least respect it because people yeah. are getting real healing and people are, you know what I mean? It's worthy of respect if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And the people coming to get the healing, you know, not putting down their, their traumas, but are coming for some hard traumas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and for them to like, that's what my bro was always saying about brother Mark here is like for him to do the work he did and then to still come back and like express like the amount of love and gratitude and like, you know, it's fucking tight because like he even knows many people that are still in that mode that still come home, still wounded, hurt and acting out, whatever, messing up. But it's like a good bro here, you know, trying to take care of himself, you know, his woman, you know, the work he's doing. It's like honorable, bro. And give that to Honor, you. brother. Yeah, I love it. Sure. a lot of fucking yeah. people. And you That's too, cool, bro, man. as a native bro, fucking there we go. making it yeah. out here. Like, you know how Three hard way. it is on the res, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And be putting out these messages that's why i want to come out here man because it's like you know real shit and people need to hear real shit people need to stop hearing all the bullshit like yeah i gotta you open know? your mind I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you dude i was like that i was like real preachy on this stuff oh they don't need me blah, blah 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 even though like all my friends people around me you know are all doing different things they're yeah. doing it recreationally but i was always so negative on it until yeah. i mean it took some education it really took me to have a hurt arm and to mm. use that cbd yeah. and then i start to like well maybe this isn't all bad and then it's been a time now of learning and seeing and you know and all that kind of stuff where and again i don't do these things so it's not like i have any like i'm not trying to tell somebody do what i'm doing it's yeah. not like that yeah. i'm just a real like uh, uh outside source or outside party looking at these things very non-biased and can say there is there's something here that is a value and it's like you know you see people like you guys all the time that are just they're getting real value out of I guess it's called alternative medicine, but really for us, it's ancient stuff. Yeah, you know, these yeah. are old. Yeah. Original. That's what, I'm original. Yeah. Original. Yeah. that's what I'm trying to name, yeah. tell a native it's community. It's like yeah. original. You know, original. we can really ride with this wave Heck because yeah. we're original people. We come from yeah. plants. We come from ceremony. So it's like, if anyone's going to fit that model, it's going to be goddamn native. You know, not, some, it, not some goddamn culture appropriator who's like, oh, I'm a shaman. Like, come over here, bro. I can hear you. Like, <laughs> Did you see that let guy? Let me do this. this. <laughs> the capital with the hat, by the way. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to eat unless he wanted shaman food. I was like, what in the right? world? Shaman food. What's, what's a shaman diet? I didn't know what that was. That just of cracked this, me up. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like, there's we a lot of really, false prophets out there. We so. can really be at the yes. forefront. And like I said, that's what I was telling Mark because we work at the federal level. If we were to be the first tribe, any of us here to gain like momentum to be the first tribe to use psilocybin mushrooms for mental health, fucking huge, huge, yeah. like history huge. Because now that we're federally cleared, that means any scientist or any medical field can come and do research and pay top dollar because they don't have to be scared about getting... For instance, there's a reason why big pharma can't research right now because it's fucking illegal. Yeah. But like I said, if, if we were to get granted like peyote with with mushrooms, that means the top medical and sciences would let's like, like let's say like you were the head of it for the res, they could come up to you and be like, yo, like we'll give you a billion dollars to do fucking mushroom research and like, yeah. test out what's going on and we'll come with the best medical research, best medical team. So that way, like I said, then it could be fine tuned so that way it could be packaged for people, right? Versus like Cause I'm not saying my method is raw, but it's raw because I know for some people, like, I just gonna give them fucking like 20 mushrooms, you know what I'm saying? And like, just be like, oh yeah, you know, try to swim in the ocean without trying to. It's like, some people need some work, whether it be a microdose, whether it be in, infusing like lion's mane, cordyceps, just to get the mind, you know, back into a, a regenerative state to like 
rebuild these cells and rebuild these neurons and connections. So like for me, that's why I want to work with like scientists and things because for me, like like me and him both already know this shit works, but it's like, I'm trying to get to the point to where someone who doesn't can make them feel more comfortable to where it's like, Hey, you know, there is data, there's proof it's backed, yada, 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 yada. And if not, it's cool, but I want to be able to have strong meds. That's why I say meds too strong. Cause it's like, I want fucking clean cut meds. There's no reason why we should be having shitty medicine. There's no reason why we should be taking shit medicine. Just like, there's no reason people should be smoking whack weed. Like, you should be smoking the best weed you can. <laughs> yeah. Why would you Especially be Especially if you're in California, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing with water. You should be drinking spring yeah. water, not fucking... Toxic water with reverse yeah. osmosis shit water, you know? Chlorine. <laughs> Stuff you put in your Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm trying to take this is, like, not just yeah. mushrooms, but a whole ramp up of overall Indian health. Like I said, we can create a new model of Indian health for sure. Right on, man. <laughs> well, with that, I want to thank you guys for coming in. Appreciate you guys taking time, drop in. I want to know how you guys were doing. I know, I know I've been seeing you guys out there at the cold, <laughs> getting it done. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to get back together sometime this summer maybe, you know, yeah. or later on down the line and and uh, let's keep this conversation going, you know, so people can have an understanding, you know, and, uh, and see the benefits of it, you know. I'm glad you're able to come in and kind of share some of that also. For sure. Because uh, people need it. to hear that. They need to hear it. So I appreciate it. Mr. Shane Northane, Mr. Mr. Marks himself here, live from the Riz. Thank you. Holla. <laughs>